Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Something a little bit different today. I did a Q&A on an Instagram page, and uh, I just did a full behind-the-scenes thing. I had the re- microphone recording for the full about 20-odd minutes where I answered questions on here. I spoke about my thinking. Uh, unfortunately, what I didn't realize was that my phone was connected up to my uh, my podcast equipment. So what I meant is that after I recorded uh, what I was answering to the questions, I was then making like a banner to put around it. And I didn't realize, but the audio was actually playing in the background. So there are times, there's about 15, 10 seconds after I answer each question where it sort of repeats itself and I'm talking over the top of it. So uh, I thought I'd still put this content out for you guys and let you guys decide whether you want to listen to it or not. Uh, there's some really valuable stuff in there, but sometimes there is a bit of double audio. And of course, it's my voice over the top of my voice. So I imagine it will be difficult at times. I thought about just just not posting at all, but then I thought oh, I'll leave it out there for you guys. If there's no other content for you to listen to, uh, you can probably consume this and enjoy it. There's plenty of good things to come out of it, uh, especially talking about like the process of how you do these Q and A's and everything on Instagram. Which you know, I remember seeing players and personalities do ages ago, and never really um, thinking about the other side of it. So a lot of thinking about here. I'll probably do this in the future again. I actually enjoyed it, just sitting here uh, answering the questions and then also talking to you guys at the same time and giving you sort of a behind the scenes sort of thing. But as I said, there are times with the audio, it's a little bit messed up because there are essentially two versions of my voice. One of them is myself repeating off the back of the Instagram question. The other one is just me talking live to you guys. So as I said, I'll let you decide whether you want to consume this content or not. A lot of valuable things in there, but I understand if the audio is too much of a punish for you. Enjoy. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Something a little bit different today. Uh, got invited to go on a rugby league page called Tony's Footy Talk to do a Q&A. So some of his followers have sent in questions. I'll be answering these. Quite often see these across Instagram uh, players, some personalities like myself and whatnot, jumping on other players to do this sort of thing. I like doing this stuff. Uh, I get to go on other pages, get to see a new audience. Uh, I have people say, oh, those audiences are smaller than you. doesn't matter though if you can engage with a smaller audience. Uh, with you know one or two different people, then uh, that's a little win for me. I, I put on the bottom of these things, uh, you know, follow the Rugby League Guru podcast, put like a bit of a banner to these questions to give it a bit of personality. And uh, sometimes you go on these things and you get 
you know, 100, 200 questions. It can be a nightmare. Sometimes you go on there and you get 10 or so, which personally I kind of prefer when you only get 10 because it means you can get to each and every individual and answer those questions. When you get 100 or 200, uh, you've got to sort of pick the top 10 or 15 and then you get people messaging you sort of saying, why didn't you answer my question? Why didn't you do that? So uh, it becomes really hard because you obviously don't have time to do 100 and odd of them. Uh, you'll hear whilst I'm doing this that each one takes a couple of minutes. Uh, between thinking of an answer, uh, squeezing it into 15 seconds, that's the big challenge as well. Like, if I was sitting at the pub with mates and I got asked the same question, you know, we'd probably talk for 10 minutes. You've got to fit an answer into 15 seconds here, which can be a really big challenge. You don't realise how hard it is until you've got to sit down and do it a heap of times. Then I've got to add the banner to it as well. So there's a bit of editing to go in it as well. Uh, so I thought it would be something a little bit different. I actually had uh, one of my followers, Damo. He messaged me and said, why don't you do this as a podcast? And I, I, I don't know. It seems a little bit iffy to me, but we'll see if you guys enjoy this content. I guess you could call it behind the scenes sort of stuff. I'll be talking about each question. Then you can listen to me answer that 15 seconds. Uh, so you'll hear all of it, sort of the behind the scenes sort of stuff, if that's what, what you want to call it. But it is going to be on the account, Tony Tony's Footy Talk, it is. So if you'd like to go on and have a look at each page, Tony's Footy Talk, putting, putting out an absolute heap of content every day. Really good bloke. I, don't, I, I think he's a bit like me. I don't think he's got a certain NRL team that he follows. I think he just talks general NRL. So have a look at his page. Had a few other people come on, Dave. David Mead, Braden Army, Toby Sexton, uh, a couple of other first graders as well. So really exciting. He's almost at 3,000 followers. So go and give him a follow. Get him up to 3,000. I can see here it's one of his goals to get to 3,000. So support content creators at the moment. Let's get stuck into these questions, though. See how we go. Um, I'm not sure how many questions we've got here. We've probably got a good amount of questions in which I can get through each and every one of them. So the first one says, uh, it's from Jacob Barrett. I know uh, Jacob follows my page as well. I've seen that name before. Where do you see Brandon Smith in 2023? It looks like it's essentially confirmed he will be at the Sydney Roosters. That podcast uh, left me with very little doubt with Isaac the other day. And, uh, I mean, the Daily Telegraph has come out and said that he's told other clubs that he will be there next year as well. So I'll open up that question. Give my 15 seconds on that, and you guys can listen to that as I talk it through. So I've got to do a little uh, tell everyone that I'm on here in the first place. Actually, I forgot to do that very first bit. Um, so this page is called uh, Tony's Footy Talk. Excellent. Okay. Just one second, guys. Guys, Rugby League Guru here jumping on Tony's Footy Talk today to answer all of your questions. Got a few in there now. Send some through if you would like to me to get into them last minute. Down the south coast at the moment, not in my normal studio, but looking forward to getting stuck into these questions. Cheers, guys. G'day guys, and Rugby League Guru here jumping that, on Tony's Footy Talk today to answer all to it, of your as I said, questions. Like got a few in there now, send some through if you would like to me to get into them. Go and have Last a minute, down the south uh, coast of the moment, not in my normal studio. Sort of what it looks like from but looking forward to getting stuck into these questions. Cheers guys. G'day guys, Rugby League Guru here jumping on Tony's Footy Talk today to answer all of your Chuck that up and then we can actually get into some of these content questions. Now the first one, of course, was about Brandon Smith. As we said, it looks more than likely he will be joining... Uh, the Sydney Roosters, I would say, close to certainly joining the Sydney Roosters now, realistically. Just jump on now, do that 15-second one, guys. Hey, mate, thanks for your question. Uh, Brandon Smith, for me, I think he will end up at the Roosters. L according to social media, that's pretty obvious now. So, Brandon Smith, I think he'll be at the Roosters 2023. I doubt it'll be 2022, but that's the rumours going around. But for me, I think Roosters 23. 
There we hey, go. Hey, mate, a question. Uh, no, Brandon Smith, for me, I think you will end up with the Roosters. That. According to social media, that's pretty obvious now. I sort of like to add a little bit. I think you'll be at the Roosters 2023. I doubt it'll be 2022, but that's the rumours going around. For me, I think Roosters 23. Hey, mate, thanks for your question. Brandon Smith, on my banner, it says, enjoying this content, tune into the According to social media, that's pretty obvious are enjoying So, Brandon Smith, I think you'll be at the Roosters 23. sort of content, they can tune in and listen to my podcast as well. Our next question is from... Nick from Australia, what is your favorite try of all time? Oh, good one. I think you guys that are uh, listening to the podcast, if you're a regular listener, you'll probably know this one, but let's get stuck into that. Hi, Nick. Thanks for the question, brother. Uh, when I think about my favorite tries of all time, one of them has to be Billy Slater, 2012 grand final. Great pass from Cooper Cronk. The other one has to be Mal Meninga's try, game two of the 1990 uh, Kangaroo Tour. Unreal stuff there. Question, brother. Right. Uh, what do I think about my favourite tries? Two cracking tries there. One of them has to be Billy Slater, 2012 uh, Grand Final. I, I, I've said a few times that I was lucky enough to be there The other one has to be Mal Meninga's try, Game 2 of my best mates. He was playing for uh, Kangaroo to the West Tigers there. in the Toyota Cup Grand Final, which they won. What do I think about my favourite tries of all time? He was playing centre in that game. He had big record card and beat outside him in that team too. The other one has to be Mal Pretty handy day for me. Then got to watch Melbourne win that premiership. And, of course, that was the premiership after they'd had had all their points taken off them. So that was a pretty big one there. Another one from Nick from Australia. Hey, Guru, what's your favorite stadium in the NRL? Ooh, favorite stadium. Good question. Let's get stuck into that one. Jesus, I just set it to boomerang. We do not want that. How do I get it off boomerang? There we go. Okay. Great question, mate. Uh, I always grew up going to the SFS. I'm a member there. I love the SFS. Cannot wait see what the new stadium's going to look like. Outside of that, Bank West is a pretty cool one. I also always like Shark Park. It's always a good night down there. Great atmosphere. Love the Sharkies fans. Question, yeah, mate. Me, uh, uh, that'll be my sort of answer for that one, there. I think. I, love uh, I always love the wait. SFS. I've always so had a member's pass up there. So I think that's the best one. spot I also always in Australia like to watch rugby league. It's always a good night down there. Great atmosphere. Love the Sharkies. A little bit nervous about how the new stadium's going to look. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's everything I'm expecting because, good God, it was good before. Uh, what's our next one? The Ruse and Uffy. Uh, what are your opinions and thoughts on today's rugby league? Uh, okay. Not quite sure how to answer that one, to be honest. It's a bit of a broad question, but uh, see how we go. Hey, mate, thanks for the question. Uh, I love the modern game, to be honest with you. It's fast-paced. It's exciting. Uh, we've sort of moved away from the wrestle, which is good to see. Yes, there's blowouts sometimes, but, I mean, people are gonna people complained about the wrestle for 10 years. They're going to complain about this now. I enjoy it at the moment. To the question, right. uh, I, I love the modern game, to be honest with you. Seconds. It's A bit of a weird question, that one. It's sometimes exciting. You get uh, we've sort of moved away from the wrestle, and you're not really sure see. what yes, there's people are looking for, but, uh, it is I mean, people, are gonna, people complain about the wrestle for 10 years, well enough, they're going to complain about this now. Okay, let's move to our next question. That's gone up now. Just a reminder, guys, this one is on Tony Talks Footy, so you can go and have a listen, or you can watch it there. When did you first start watching footy? Good question. First start watching footy. Okay. Thanks for the question, Legend. Uh, I first started watching footy in the late 90s. I would say around the 97, 98 marks. First time I watched it. Really got interested in the early 2000s. That's when I sort of understood the game, understood what I was watching, and was keen to learn about it as well. 
Yeah, my earliest memories uh, of the late nineties watching the nineties. Uh, but I'd like, say first around time the ninety seven, ninety eight. Understanding the game, really appreciating. Really got interested in the early two thousand one. Sort of understood the game around that mark. Understood what I was watching and was keen to learn about it as well. Question legend. I think that was the first grand final in the late nineties. Properly, I'd say around the ninety seven, ninety eight marks. First, you know, you sort of get to that age where you can sort of understand what's actually going on and appreciate what's going on on the field. I feel like I sort of hit that age at that point. Realistically, good question here what inspired you to make a rugby league account mm, good question this one's tough to do in 15 seconds great questions brother uh, I just wanted to create the platform that I wanted to see I feel like it didn't exist then uh, there's a lot of guys that do very similar things to me and those platforms are great but I feel like mine's a little bit unique in that it's exactly what I want super coach footy no sort of crap either uh, I just right. want to create As I said, the really tough question. I, I could do a whole podcast on that. I feel that, like it didn't exist then. Sort of uh, there's a lot like of guys that do very was, similar things to me and those platforms are great, but I feel like mine is a little bit unique League, in that it's exactly what I want. Supercoach, footy, a bit negative. no sort of crap. Sort of heard this narrative brother, uh, I just want to create the platform. I was very glad that I was able to create my own account and have my own sort of impact on the space moving forward. What team do you support? That's an easy one. You guys on the podcast will know this one as well. Believe it or not, mate, don't actually have a footy team that I go for. Huge fan of the game. Uh, my missus is a mad South Sydney fan. Sometimes I get lumped into that crew, but I'm not at all, to be honest with you. Um, I just love footy. I also support players over teams, to be honest with you. Yeah, mate, don't actually have a footy question team that, that I, I go for. General there, Huge fan of the game. Go for. Uh, my missus is a I think mad people find it hard to believe that I don't really have a team. Group, but I'm not uh, all, but, to be honest with you. I just love footy. I'm also... But based on what I've seen so far, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. I do get asked that all the time, and um, every Roosters fan thinks I'm a South fan. Every South fan thinks I'm a Roosters fan. Every Dragons fan thinks I'm a Sharks fan. That's just the way it goes. I think everyone feels like their team's the hardest done by or their team's picked on or whatever it might be. Let's have a look at our next one. What Would you change any of the rules for 2022 or should they stay the same? Yep, I've got one rule change that I would have made a long time ago that I say every year. The one rule change that I would make is that if you are putting in a kick from the attacking 20 and the ball goes dead, it shouldn't be a seven-tackle set. I think that we're limiting attacking opportunities by having such a big risk for an attacking kick going dead, in my opinion. I guess change on top of that, for you guys on the podcast, it's a bit hard to if you explain are putting it in, in 15 a kick seconds, from but the on top of that, I would also take dead, out be a seven the seven-tackle set, tackle I think set for attempted field goals. I just feel like if you miss a field goal, it hands over seven tackles to the other team in extra time. And that's just about Friends game over. So that really is one that I would change. Before I do jump back on the story, obviously, we made we brought the seven-tackle rule in because teams are essentially kicking the ball dead just to keep a hold of you guys like Jared Hayne, Billy Slater, these sort of fellas so you could get uh, your your line set, but I kind of think it's gone too far the other way. One moment I always remember, and I was lucky enough to be there for it, 2003 NRL Grand Final, James Maloney puts in a perfect grubber. Uh, Michael Jennings does like a Superman, very close to the dead ball line and scores. You just don't see that sort of excitement anymore uh, because guys are too scared to kick the ball near the dead ball line, and that's why you see teams that if they don't have a real dominant kicker, they will just on last tackle shift the ball to a corner, get tackled there, hand the ball over a metre out from the try line, umbrella their defence and just bash the other teams. Personally, I don't think it's overly entertaining. So that's the sort of change I would like to see. Every time, every time we see a kick put in and someone dives over the dead ball line and hits it back in, that highlight goes viral everywhere. But we don't see it enough because 
they're too scared of giving away that seven tackle set because that can turn a game on its head. You give away a seven tackle and that team wins the ruck and they get a six again in that, all of a sudden a seven tackle set, it turns into a 13 tackle set and the game's just been completely turned on its head. The momentum has been swung and it's very hard to turn it in the modern game. So that's probably the change that I would make uh, if I could. What made you start up a rugby league account? So this is where you get some repeat questions on these sort of things. But because there's not a heap of questions, I won't leave any out. So I will answer Uh, All of these. I guess this one's a little bit different to the question before. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Great question, mate. Uh, Just had a heap of passion for the game. As I said before, wanted to see the platform built that I wanted for rugby league, which didn't exist at the time. Uh, Now it's sort of turned into a job as well, which is sensational. This is kind of what I do a few days a week. So it's exciting times. Mate, uh, just I guess that's all also sort of the game. long-term thing. Which is, when before, I started it, I didn't really have that in mind. To be completely honest, I wanted for rugby league, which didn't exist at the time. Uh, now it was, it's sort of turned uh, into it's a job all been as well, perfect. It hasn't. I've sort of had to think on my feet and make it work. But I've managed to do that, so it's exciting. But yeah, I started up the account because I had a passion for rugby league. I thought I could add a different viewpoint that a lot of the content creators out there weren't doing. Since then, a lot of people have jumped on board. There's been great new pages created and whatnot that are similar mine uh, and mine are similar to ones that came before as well so not like I reinvented the wheel here but that'll probably be the answer for that one uh, the NRL memes how long did it take to grow great question uh, this will probably be our last one this is our last one actually unless more people have asked since I jumped on but we'll see how we go here Mate, it took a long time for me to grow. Uh, I was lucky when I started. I grew pretty quickly. Uh, But since then, it's been a really hard slog. You go through waves, getting a heap of followers, not many followers. My advice would be just put out the content that you would like to consume yourself. Followers will come naturally. Just trust the system. It took a long time for me to grow. And yeah, uh, I was lucky by that started. I grew pretty quickly. Uh, but since then, it's been a really hard slog. You go through waves getting a heap of followers, not many I think followers. Get too My advice would be hole. just put out the content that you would like to consume yourself. Oh, sorry, guys. I've followers will on, come naturally. Um, just trust the system. Guys, I think I had that replaying back to you. I'll start again. Um, I think people get too consumed with the whole counting your followers and uh, trying to have more than someone else and comparing them. And like, I, I, even to the point where I see people like that, that they reach a milestone of, you know, a few thousand followers or whatever it might be. And there's a big celebration and a post. Personally, I'm, I'm just more about just trying to get proper content out to you guys, get content that engages you guys. I don't worry too much about followers. If they come along, they come along. That's great. Um, probably in the early days, I did a little bit more. I'm not going to hide away from that. But I think that too many of these pages that I talk to, they put too much of an emphasis on the amount of followers they've got rather than the content they're producing. Just something that I've noticed. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm overreacting. But definitely something that I've noticed uh, from being on these accounts. And when people message me and say, hey, can you... Can you shout me out so I can get to X amount of followers or whatever it might be? Just think you're better out, put, better off putting out proper content, uh, and you'll see that will translate into followers in a organic and natural way. I see people buying followers as well, where they go from 
you know, a few hundred followers to a few thousand overnight. And it's it's just so evident that it's not the way it's meant to be. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that'll be my advice to people that are starting a new account. We've had a few podcasts on this. Take your time. Do what is authentic to you. Put out the content that you would like to consume. Don't copy me. Don't copy Bloke in a Bar, Roasty, whoever it might be. Put out what you would genuinely like to see. If that happens to overlap with what we do, 100% go for it. But don't just be a robot doing what everyone else is doing. Try and come up with something unique. Think about the NRL physio a couple of years ago. Um, I mean... If you would have said to me, oh, there's a guy that he sits on his lounge and after games, he is a physio, but he just looks at the TV and he makes a judgment on how long guys will be out for, I would have laughed at you. But the NRL physio is so good at what he does. It's unique content, especially in the Supercoach community. Everyone absolutely loves the physio. Brian Champion, fella, a really good example of just quality content. Uh, you look at the Hello Sports boys, literally all they do is sit down and have the same conversations they would if they picked up the phone to each other during the week. I've been walking through the hallways of Bloke in a Bar Studios and I'm 50 metres away and I can hear them talking and I think, oh shit, they're recording. I get there and they're having a can of Coke over lunch. You know, they're just, they are exactly the same on the mic as they are off the mic and it's authentic and that's what works about it. That'd be my advice to people. Don't worry about followers. Put out your genuine content, put out your good content, your engaging content, and followers will follow. Guys, uh, that is the end of that question, of those questions. There's been no more added there. So I'm going to jump off this account. So just a reminder, uh, that was uh, Tony's Footy Talk. So jump on and follow him. Um, he's got a bit of a confusing logo. It says, if you read it in order, it says Tony's Talk Footy, but of course it is Tony's Footy Talk. Uh, so, so, sorry if I got that mi- mixed up at the start, but Tony's Footy Talk, uh, the at is just Tony's Footy Talk, T-O-N-Y-S-F-O-O-T-Y-T-A-L-K. So if you would like to have a look at that Instagram story, by all means, go and have a look at it. And uh, I'll just sign off there just with a thank you for having me on there. Uh, we always like to be courteous to people and whatnot. Thanks for your questions, legends. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, Tony, mate. Uh, appreciate your time and appreciate you sending out a message. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. You're making a great account, mate. Keep putting out content that people want to see and that you want to see. Cheers, mate. Thanks for your questions, legends. Yes, really okay. appreciate it. So Thank you that is all of our questions uh, Appreciate your time. Uh, there. I don't know if you guys have enjoyed this sort of content on the doing, podcast. Brother. It's honestly You're just me sort of account, talking to myself about what I'm doing and answering these sort of questions. You Hopefully you enjoyed it. Something a little bit different there. Uh, and if anyone else out there has a, a rugby league page, big or small, whatever, don't care, um, wants me to jump on your Instagram story to answer some questions, by all means, happy to. Just send me a message on the Rugby League Guru on Instagram. Cheers, legends. Talk to you soon. Just a reminder, Wednesday, 5.30, Nathan Cleary podcast drops. Uh, it is an absolute cracker. One of my favorite pods that I've ever done. I feel like I say that every few weeks, but this is genuinely uh, one of the best ones. Bit of a milestone for the podcast as well, obviously. Uh, not very often you get the Premiership winning captain and the Clive Churchill medalist jump on your podcast only six or eight weeks after winning it. So pretty special stuff there. I think this kid's going to be very, very special moving forward. That's no hot take there. I think that's blatantly obvious. But I think the way that his career is going to unfold over the next 10 years, it really could be anything. So tune in for that one, guys. Wednesday, 5.30, Nathan Cleary on the Rugby League Guru Podcast.